Welcome in, Little Boomers, to another edition of the Bucket and Boomer podcast. Before we get started, I just want to talk to you about our amazing sponsors. We've got High Bank Distillery, uh, always very reliable group that we work with uh, over there on Goodell Avenue, right across from the Goodell Yard. Uh, Highbankco.com for more info. They have the best spirits. They distill everything themselves uh, in the entire city. It's amazing. It's amazing what they do over there. Check them out, highbankco.com for more info. Uh, also check out shoptheartillery.com. Uh, we are live with a 20% off site-wide sale starting today. Uh, get your gear for the season kicked off today. Um, what else do we got? We got tylerscottfilms.com. Check that out, Tyler Scott Films, And we are brought to you, as always, by the CBJ Artillery. Let's get into it. Shut up and sit down. Welcome in, ladies and boomers. I am your host, Bucket Hat Kyle, here for another edition of the Bucket and Boomer podcast uh, with your um, with the amazing co-host, Lil Boomer. Lil Boomer, how you feeling today? Well, turns out I am alive. I, People were concerned. I, I died twice this well, weekend, yeah. but I am alive. We love to hear it. We love to hear it, that you're not dead. What happened? Well, it all started Thursday night. Uh, replied to a Facebook post that a friend of mine from Cincinnati put up. He had an extra ticket to the Hardy show at Bristol Republic, that private show that Bush Light put on. And we know how I am, so they gave everybody two beers when they walked in the door. And I managed to find a couple extra free beers and then another free beer and then someone gave me a beer. and So... Friday night was eventful. Um, thought we were going to see like a two-hour show. He played for about an hour, 20 minutes. About an hour, 15 minutes in the show, me and my buddy were like, hey, one of us should probably stop drinking so we can drive. And then it was over. So being the good human beings we are, we didn't drive. We just decided to hang out the bar a little bit longer. <laughs> you know, how it happens. So get home about 1 o'clock in the morning, and we have to – be at the golf course for a shotgun start at 8 a.m., which is an hour from my house, which means I was back up at 6. So I didn't sleep for crap because I was afraid I was going to be late, which and Mrs. Then, Mrs. Boomer did have to wake me up to, when the third alarm went off and I was still sleeping through it. And then on the on the golf course, we started drinking about 8.30, uh, drank yeah. about 20 nips of Pink Whitney. Which I had six of them. Birdie juice. And then we also had... Uh, six we were pack we, of Miller Lite. Six pack of Miller Lite. You brought me beer. We were split up on different teams, but our, my team had a bottle of Fireball that everybody helped put down. I, I contributed to that. So that was something. Uh, this was on a span of probably five hours. Yeah. And then we went to another bar after that, and I didn't think you were going to make it there. I thought you were going to die and pass out on the table, but I, you made it out of there I somehow. I was fine until we got there. And then once we got there, like, Shit started spinning. Missed the game. You missed the game Saturday night. You went home, said you were going to come back. Didn't end up going I, back. I went home, was going to, you know, put pants on because I wore shorts to the golf course. And I get home, and Mrs. Boomer's laying in bed, says she doesn't feel good. So I lay down, like, oh, what's wrong? 
then what six o'clock i text you do you want my tickets yep i'm not coming all right i sent you my tickets i went back to bed dude i slept for 14 and a half hours Good for you buddy you needed it i feel like a brand new man well it's you're back you look great I, I, i'm alive you're here you're doing it uh so we love to hear it I, I had a great weekend as well we you know did that uh golf scramble for my little sister's softball team on saturday which was awesome and then um i had made a whole day out of it and and was a personal uber to danny and kelsey uh on saturday drove them back and forth from the shoe to the r bar i was a sleep consultant you sure the rest were. Of the day. so yeah it was a great time uh thanks to everybody who came out i met uh i met the guy that runs man and the man in the cannon account on Twitter, he came up and we talked for a while, and um, you know, as as most people do when they see me, tell me how much they love me and how how smart they think I am and how I know everything, and everybody should just listen to me all the time. And then they usually say, "Where's the little boomer?" Yes, he did say that. I said he's dead. He's dead. He is currently. That deceased. is the rumor. According to Twitter, I was dead. That deceased, like probably worse than uh, Step Little Boomer being passed out in the yard. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I haven't. Not been, that bad. I haven't been that tore up. In years. Love to hear it. We party, dude. We love to party. That's yeah, I wasn't th- that drunk on Kids Takeover Day last year. Which is saying something. You got right. Well, that's a whole different story. Let's get into the podcast here. Uh, thank you so much, Little Boomers, for hanging out with us today. Uh, we're here to talk about everything that's happened o- over the last week and a half that we haven't done a podcast here. Uh, a lot of it's going to be about training camp and cuts and all that. So uh, first thing we're going to do today is get right into it with news and notes around the league. Uh, I've only got a couple points here, but the first one I want to talk about with you is um, basically I just want to get your opinions. Uh, if you if you don't know already, Seattle has uh, re- unveiled unveiled their new mascot, Bowie. Uh, the troll is that what he's a troll it is a troll he's a troll and now we're all trolls um they were trying it seems like they're trying to do some kind of gritty thing here which uh is never going to nobody will ever replace gritty ever um i don't know i what let me hear your thought on Bowie, the new seattle's mascot this is what bjorkstrand has to fucking play for now it's crazy horrible i mean just god awful i mean look at we're looking at a picture of it right now i mean what the hell is you are the Seattle Kraken? There are so many cool things they could have done, and instead, they they might as well have just been a Civil War team that picked a bug. It's terrifying. I mean, they made our mascot rank thirty one out of thirty two. It's terrifying. Like I'm looking at it right now. It is the the mascots in general. They're for everybody, but the mascots exist for the kids, so the kids will be fans as they grow up because that's. Kids love mascots, Which whatever. Which is hilarious, because did you see at the preseason game when they cut to, it's either intermission or something, but they cut to a kid that had been out on the ice, and Bowie come up behind him, and they asked him what he thought of Bowie. The kid just shook his head. He's like, no, no. No, terrifying, no, dude. No. If I was eight years old and my dad took me to a game and I looked up and there's that thing. Now, Stinger was scary in his own right when it when it came down to it when I was that young. but Right, and I don't, I'm not saying that Stinger's a – Top-notch mascot for I mean, a he's up team there. that's Civil War regulated. He can and, be a you know. he can be a pest. <laughs> but this makes no sense, dude. I mean, they gave him an anchor earring, which make that makes sense. And they gave him one cracking tentacle behind his other ear. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah that that purple carrot looking thing is supposed to be a cracking tentacle. I thought for sure they were just gonna it was just gonna be a big squid. I thought for sure it was just going to be and a. Why big, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it would make sense. I don't know because that's kind of the. I feel like that's kind of the tradition with mascots is you don't make it the exact name of your team, but you make it something that can play along with it. I guess like Stinger. Stinger is a 
is he like a there's a yellow jacket B and that's kind of what Stinger is. It's kind of the whole blue jacket play on words thing, you know. It's yeah, I don't like that one either. That's I yeah, a lot of people don't. I like I think it's I think it's clever, but it's whatever. hard to I mean it's hard to compete with Philly. Now Stinger I mean, on his himself. With gritty, I mean, and then you go back to the Philly fanatic. I mean, Philly's knocked mascots out of the park. The Phoenix Suns gorilla. Oh, he was great. Back Amazing. In the day. Still Man, around, I think. Hopping off them trampolines. Oh my God! Yeah. Coming out the ceiling. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, even even in Cleveland. I mean, I like Slider. Slider's cool. The the big the big bait Mister Baseball is that his name for the Reds? The big baseball head. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know what his name is, but yeah. yeah. This is they, going back to Bowie here. This is this is something out of of a of an absolute nightmare. Like a this is a psychedelic nightmare in every right. sense this of the word. Looks like a. Bad trip watching The Hobbit. I'm having a bad trip <laughs> watching. I'm having a bad trip just looking at it. Like I feel like I have a some kind of case here against Seattle. Telling like there's going to be a class action lawsuit from all the night terrors people are going to have from this thing. Yeah, I mean when they come to town, we should just start chanting "One Ring to Rule Them All." Oh, oh yeah, my precious. Uh, all right, moving on from that. Whatever, Bowie, weird Seattle. Everything they've done with that franchise at this point, uh, in my opinion, and. That's, that includes drafting Gavin Bayreuther for a day and then giving him back. Like, just a lot of it just doesn't make any sense, and this just piles onto that. It just horribly run franchise to this point, and this is this is more evidence of that. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, next season, this, this upcoming season. I just I can't quit staring at it. I know. I need to, You're get have it to take it off the computer. It's I can't quit staring at it. God, it's so bad. Woo. So bad. They And the, the article that I had pulled up there is from. Uh, who is it from? The NHL.com, uh, the headline is Kraken mascot Bowie surfaces after years of planning and fan input. Please. That's, that's even the worst Please. part. That this is what they came up with after years of planning. Years of planning, and that's what it is. Yet C-Troll will be a kid-friendly ambassador for second-year NHL team. Give me a fucking... No, but no kids want that, I promise. What the hell? Like they, how much do you think those people make that, that the marketing people make that came up with that idea? Way too much. More than we do, and yeah. that is, bruh, it's so bad. All right, moving yeah. on. I could do this. I could do an entire do, hour. Yeah, we could do an entire episode on, on how Bowie. bad that mascot is. I'm it's so just, sorry, all of the just, strand. Just bad. Just. Uh, so did you hear next season? If you haven't heard yet, the NHL is uh, is planning on launching it. It's what it's called a dynamic signage initiative. Um, basically what that is from my understanding and what I've seen on the internet, uh, everything on the internet's right. So this is all going to be factual. Um, no lies. Just Google it. Correct. On the, (laughs) that's right. On the dashers, it's going to now be digital. So I don't know how it's going to work if you're live at a game, but, uh, while you're in watching it on TV, the ads on the boards will and it will be animated. They will be moving so they're doing digitally. Like an LED board. I don't know that it's going to be that. I think it's going to be done like digital, like like a digital thing. Like they're going to edit it in there. I mean, soccer's had sliding boards and changing boards for this years. This is something completely different. So you have to watch the video. It's like the ads are going to move. Like they're gonna, like they're they're animated. So like it's you're going to see a Bud Light. Ad and the Bud Light logo is going to spin around and do something like that kind of shit. So shit that I'll never look at because I'm watching the puck. You're, it's gonna. It's so distracting. You have to watch a video of it. It is awful. So what if you, maybe we should pause? You should watch a video of this. So I want to get your thoughts on this. All right. I have a feeling you're going to hate it so much. Probably. All right. So now that you've got to see the video, the sample of of what we're going to be seeing this season on TV, what do you what do you think about it? Uh it's cool, ish, but. 
it's not going to make me not watch the game. For sure. I mean, a good game, I'll never notice that. It's very easy to ignore. A 7-1 to blowout, I might see what ads are sponsoring the boards. Yeah, I hear you. I think, I don't know. I We'll see where they go with it. And might if be it a good sticks. distraction if they find an ad with a couple cartoon characters for the children that are bouncing all over the place. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, I don't know. I think it's, they're calling it digitally enhanced, and I, I tweeted that from Bucket and Boomer, and I put enhanced in quotations because I'm not really sure if they're enhancing anything by doing that. It just seems like they're trying way too hard, and I know that well, revenue was, that, revenue's yeah. been down and all that. But, in yeah. a league that bitches about money, I mean, Jersey's, if someone's I mean, paying for that, okay. If they're eating that, don't waste your money. They're not going to eat that. Ads on jerseys and, and ads on helmets and now new ads and, and like, animated ads on the on the dashers. What's next? I mean, it's... Well, speaking of ads on jerseys, you now that you've seen the Safe Flight ad on all the jerseys, what's your opinion? I never had an issue with it. I think it's fine. It looked, They did it very tasteful. You can't tell. You can. I mean, on the white one, the red pops. There's a red logo. On the third, there's a white logo. I mean, you can see it. Yeah. But it's not so overbearing that it's the, it doesn't say fucking like milk on it like Toronto's. And you know? they color coded it to our jerseys, right. which is a big win compared to some of these other teams. You just yeah, these other teams just slapped a straight logo. Yeah, we got a red and white jersey. We'll throw this fucking purple dot on it. Yeah, no way. I, I don't mind those. Anybody that's complaining. Uh, about the ads on jerseys, I, I'm just I'm com- talking about myself now with the ads on the dashers. Uh, if you're if you're complaining about ads on jerseys, shut up. But I should just tell myself to shut up. I only want one thing. What's that? W's. W's and want cheaper, beer. Right, we want cheaper beer. We want cheaper beer. Come be on, nice. cheaper beer would be nice. I've already fuck. I've already spent so much money just in preseason. Dude, I've spent over a hundred dollars in fan bucks already. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's gonna be winning a long, opening night. It is gonna be a long year, man. Jeez. I'm about to get a second job. All right. Uh, getting away from that. Well, let's move into some Blue Jackets talk here. Sorry it took us 15 minutes to get there. Ladies and boomers, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, just going to move right into some preseason games here that we missed, and then uh, we'll talk about roster moves here at the end of the episode. Uh, so preseason games, the first uh, game was that Sunday, the split squad against Pittsburgh. Uh, the away guys lost 3-2 to two in Pittsburgh in overtime. Um, and the home guys that night won five to one against Pittsburgh in overtime. Not in overtime. That doesn't no, make regulation. any sense. Yeah, we didn't score four in overtime. No, sir. That would not make any sense. It was also the debut of Line and Goudreau on the big ice. Yeah, man. And uh, so I can pull up the stat line here. I think Goudreau had three assists. Uh, Line looked really good. Those guys looked really good yeah. together. Goudreau um, had three points. I know Vorchek had three points. Hey, goal, yep. what about Vorchek scoring goals? Think this will carry over? I don't know. I was talking to one of my coworkers about that today, about how you know Vorchek's going to score a bunch more goals this year. He's predicting Vorchek scores up in the upper teens in goals this year, and I just think that's crazy. That's ridiculous. He'll get 20. No. 24. No. 24. No. Marchenko, take it to the bank. If you, get, if you can find a prop... On any of these sports books online for Marchenko scoring 20-plus goals, take it now. That's like a plus 10,000 anywhere. I guarantee it. Take that shit right now. He's yeah. scoring 20 goals. Put your money on Marchenko. Oh. Anyways, this is not a gambling podcast. Uh, Danforth, uh, three points as well. Two goals and an assist. Uh, four shots on goal. Danforth, you, Danforth what, has an awesome camp. What are you thinking about him so far, yeah? Oh, I'm, well, I was big on him at the end of last year, if you remember. Right. And he's just gotten better. I agree. And I don't see how he's not in the lineup. And if he's not, 
then somebody got something explaining to do because that guy has showed out every time he's hit the ice this preseason. Well, there's got to be space for Bemstrom. Fuck. <laughs> I, I quit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Bemstrom is clearly still a, a front office favorite, so – but he just every, everywhere Bemstrom goes, he just looks pissed off. I don't get it. Like everywhere, all the pictures from they, all the guys go out and have a crew game together, and have everybody's looking like he's having fun. Bemstrom looks like he's somebody just killed his dog. It's crazy. That guy just uh, Elvis looked good in that. Before game. anyone asked, I did not kill his dog. Elvis looked good in that game. He had a shutout through the first period and a half. Twenty saves on twenty twenty uh, shot attempts. Uh, so pretty good. Um, he didn't look great the other night, but that's okay. Well, these Pittsburgh games, it's hard to get a get a gauge on them because we definitely sent the B squad to Pittsburgh. They sent their B squad here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun watching Goudreau too. I got a good video of him. I mean, he looks He's fast. Wow, he's fast. He's fast. And the way that he handles the puck in the offensive zone uh with pressure reminds me of Panarin. How Panarin would would come into the zone, um get around two guys, keep the offensive possession and then get the puck to open space cuz after you move around two guys, you got two more on you. Dude, whoever ends up centering that line, you might as well mark them down for 25 goals, Boone. not 30. If, if it is Boone, whoever it Boone is. Boone was going to score up. 30 last year without Goudreau if he wouldn't have got hurt. Wait, do you watch the defense just pull away when the when he's got the puck and they know he's trying to get the line A? Dude, whoever centers that line is just going to sit up front, clean up garbage all night. Yeah, there's clearly night. there's clearly uh, has been a ten- – well, just in that game specifically. And, he, again, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, is that how the saying? Yes. Is it salt or rice? Grain of salt. Okay. Um, and that thing again, it was, was letting us know there's 10 seconds till the draft starts. Oh, our Yahoo draft is starting. Okay. We're going to do a Yahoo fantasy draft while we're doing this podcast, so uh, stick around with us. <laughs> there's some great content here today. Jesus. So, Neff, if you listen right now. Oh, wait. This won't come out till later. That's okay. Oh, I'm Can you up. you turn your sound off by chance? I'm up. Do I take McKinnon or Matthews? Oh, I think you take Matthews. Yeah, I probably should because I've got I've got McKinnon in my other leagues. We'll spread the wealth. All right, so moving on to the next game here. Uh, next game was against the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, biggest rival of the Blue Jackets in the league. Everybody knows that. Many are saying this. Uh, four to one win for the Blue Jackets. There, the team has looked good up to this point uh, in the preseason, in my opinion. Uh, Bemstrom with a goal in that one. I know you'd love to hear that. Um, Trey Fix Wolanski, who got sent down today. Did Did he really score a goal, or did somebody just accidentally pass it off his stick and it went in? <laughs> it might. You know what? I think you might be onto something there. Uh, also. <laughs> Kirill Marchenko with the goal, uh, and also Carson Meyer with the goal in that one. It's uh, another guy that's been showing out in preseason. It's Carson Meyer. There is a we have a good problem here in Columbus with prospects now, and it's then it's that these prospects, and I put quotations around the air quotes because they're kind of showing us that they're not really ready. Done, they're done being prospects. I think they're there, NHL ready at this point. There's five guys fighting for two spots. Yeah, there there truly is, and yeah, Bemstrom's got one of them. I mean, I could keep telling you that he's gonna be a healthy scratch. The only reason he's gonna be a healthy scratch because he's got clear waivers, and so that's him. gonna be the tiebreaker. Trade, didn't they just sign him to a new contract? Trade him. I don't. He's gonna find. He's gonna figure out. He's gonna listen to this someday, or the artillery. We talk shit about him on the artillery too, and he's just he's. I don't know. We're gonna get banned from Bemstrom. I think. Uh, just kidding. Fuck okay. That. Yeah. I'm good with that. I don't want to talk to him anyways. 
Bumstrom is more like it. Score 50 points this Just year. kidding. Make me buy a jersey. Uh, so beats the Sabres and lost the Blues the night after, four to two. Uh, beat the Capitals two to one, uh, and then tonight against the Hurricanes at seven o'clock. That also is just getting started. Uh, some notable stats here: Yegor Chenikov in that Blues game with two goals um, on Chene, two shots. Chenikov's another one that's been hot. He's been hot. I think he'll probably end up in Cleveland to start the season. Uh, if you asked me, but I yeah. And then for the Blue Jackets, we saw, or for the for the Caps game, who was it that came back? Gabriel Carlson uh, played in the in the in Nationwide Arena uh, when Capitals were here and lost, as he does when he's on the ice. So I may have missed that game. You that is the one that you missed. Yes, yes I may have missed that day. <laughs> you missed. Uh, you you did the day. And then you missed the night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably died about 4.30. I did the math. I drank close to 25 beers and seven or eight shots throughout the day. I don't know who to take here. Uh, Huberto or Barkov or Kachuk. Oh, should I just take Goudreau? Take Goudreau. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just riding Goudreau all season here. But Huberto... No, I'm I'm taking Goudreau. I think he's going to have a crazy year. You may be able to get Huberdeau in a way. Oh, the guy behind me, his team name is Johnny B. Goudreau. Yeah, it's Neff. <laughs> he's going to be so pissed at me. You you did that. You made me take him, so Neff couldn't have him. Damn straight I did. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Uh, this is We are moving on here. Uh, going into some roster moves. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about, uh, roster moves today. As of today, this is October third, twenty twenty-two. James Neal has been released from his PTO. Yep. Uh, surprising. Yes and no. I thought he did decent and showed up, and I think he's probably the reason a few of these prospects are pushing as hard as they are is because a veteran like James Neal comes in, and he even said on Bobby Max podcast. There's not a spot here for him, so he's got to take somebody's spot. Well, the problem is nobody let him take that spot, and then three other guys were like, hey, we're going to take a spot too. So when you got five or six guys fighting for those last two or three spots and then James Neal's like number seven or eight, it's James not Neal a hard would have been a good. I mean, he played a lot with McDavid and, and Dreisaitl, and I think he has a cup, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he would have been a good guy if we didn't already have veteran leadership like a Voracek. You know, guy, guys like that, like like Voracek and Nyquist, if we didn't have those two guys, then I'd have been like, hell yeah, we need to get this dude. But when you've already got that kind of veteran leadership, we really didn't need him. I think it was a great PTO to push the younger guys, and I think it did exactly what they wanted. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, that's... Part of it now. Two two years ago, James Neal was making this team. Uh, oh, absolutely. He probably made it last year. Probably last year. Yeah. I. Uh, the real deal. No longer in Columbus. Now, what do you think this looks like then for Victor Rask? Kind of in the same situation as Neal. I think he's probably going to be in the next round of cuts. You think you think he's out of here too? Yeah, I don't think he makes it. I could see him as a depth guy, but you can't really. Uh, 
Well, the problem you can't is, really put is, a guy like that down in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Right. And the problem is, I mean, you were going to bring him in for center depth, which everybody talks about how weak we are at center. But obviously, they're going to go with Boone, Sillinger, Rosselick, Corrali. And now you see that Kent Johnson does have the ability to convert to a center when the time is right. And the way Justin Danforth has showed out, him and Brandon Gauntz can center the fourth line if needed. Gauntz, that's right. Jeez. Oh, it's deep, man. Oh, yeah. The, the wingers are deep. It's, it's the center we need help at. Um, just not from older guys that don't have much to give anymore. Uh, some other some other things that have happened. Uh, last week, uh, Denton Mateachuk sent back to Moose Jaw. Didn't, wasn't really sure what was going to happen with him. Uh, thought maybe that he would see some, some time in Cleveland, but uh, is not to be. Maybe we'll see him next season at some point. Um, Mateachuk back to Moose Jaw, and then Malatesta as well uh, goes back to the uh, Quebec Men's Junior Hockey League, the QMJHL, uh, to his team there. Uh, surprised by any of those guys that, that kind of have left that maybe should have stuck around? Not really. I mean, a lot of these guys are right there on that edge. And I think that this final year of going back to juniors and just dominating will give them that jump they need next year. And once again, they're just a casualty of numbers because for the first time in – 22 years we have a bunch of players instead of a bunch of bodies right yeah i mean it's another one i mean malatesta i like malatesta his speed i mean he's i I like him the kid's good but who you taking out lineup yeah i don't think that yeah you're right i mean it's to the point he has speed but there is guys now that have come in younger uh and also are better so that's it's a tough choice, but like I said before, it's a good problem to have. Um, also, uh, Andrew Peak signed an extension, three years. And I officially have Aaron Ekblad in every fantasy league I'm playing in now. You'll <laughs> love to see it. That's uh, <laughs> so funny. Uh, so, yeah, a- Andrew Peak, was it, $2.75 million a year uh, or something like that? Right here, 2.7, wasn't it? Got a three-year extension that kicks in next year. 2.75 for yeah, three years. Yeah, so... So something that came up from that was Dom from The Athletic, uh, noted Toronto dick sucker uh, and noted Columbus hater for zero reason, um, was talking shit about how now we have uh, $7 million tied up in, in Good Branson and now Andrew Peak, which I think are two great defensive defensemen that helped. I'm death. no math genius, but it's 6.75. Sure. Uh, so and I say, and, and my response to Dom here is, you, Toronto is paying four guys, four forwards, forty million dollars to never make it out of the first round of the playoffs. So I, I am genuine, genuinely confused by people that are shitting on saying that Peak is getting overpaid, and also Goodbranson. Like, what are you talking about? Shut up. Yeah, clickbait. I mean, That's all it is, right? Right. I mean, I mean, the only the only comment I got for Dom is. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks, Dom. I mean, I, like I said in my 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 quote tweet, uh, the fact that the athletic spends any money on Dom is just baffling. Baffling. He said something else too before that. I can't remember what it was. Oh, he put out his he predictions had based off his in the numbers, Metro again, which just like every year. Yeah, he Dom, had a uh, fucking idiot. Oh, whose team was it? He had somebody's team their entire third line i think it might have been carolina's entire third line he had ranked higher than the goudreau line a line 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, I mean, imagine being that miserable. It's unbelievable. Uh, moving on from that before I get too mad at, at Dom again. Uh, another thing we the Blue Jackets did, signed goalie something Lalonde. Nolan Lalonde. Nolan Lalonde to a three-year ELC. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I guess Yarmo saw something in the kid that nobody else has. I well, you go ahead and get him on that ELC. He's one of them that's going back to uh, minors. He's going, what, to OHL? I, to the Erie Otters? I don't know why because I'm not sure that he's any good. Um, last season, 54 games, 3.62 goals allowed, 877 save percentage, one shutout, 24, 25, and 3 on the season. That's like... That's that's pretty average in the OHL, uh, below average even, um, and there's a three-year ELC for that. I, I am confused. Maybe I'm not seeing things. I'm no scout. I don't know how to scout goaltenders, uh, but maybe he's seeing something there that we're not. That's all I can really say about that, I guess. Well, I mean, maybe now you got Lalonde, you got Cajon, you got Greaves, you got Tarasov. Maybe... Corpy and Elvis aren't here for the long haul. Ah, we've been seeing something we've been talking about down there. Elvis isn't going anywhere until his contract's up, right? We'll see. I don't know. He's got to show us. He's got to show us this season. I'm I'm getting tired of waiting on him to be what he was before. I guess. Yeah, I mean, ever well, and the the problem with Elvis, you know that that two month period he had that historic run. I mean, that's. Not what we're saying. We're not saying you got to do that every night, every week, every month. I mean, that's not what we're saying. But what he did after that, you, let's find a happy medium, somewhere in the middle. I mean, I don't expect anybody to get eight shutouts every two months. I mean, that's just that's beyond ridiculous. But I also don't. Want to see you get ran seven one six two three four games? But in you a didn't row. do that much last year. It's just his goal. His, his it just wasn't there. So he'll he'll turn it around. It'll be better this year. And I have confidence. I have faith. I have faith in Elvis and faith in Yarmo and Yarmo we trust and in Elvis we trust. So uh, yeah, that's all I had on really everything. I'll, also today, uh, Trey Fix Wolanski and Gavin Bayruther uh, on waivers with intent to send them to Cleveland. Um, I don't see either one of them getting picked up, but you never know. Uh, another one that you know of that you'll Ben Boyd assigned to his junior club, St. Mary's U Sports. Yeah. Um, I guess Big it's ben college. Yeah. Uh, you think he'll be up here, right? I don't know if he'll ever be up here, but if he does, he is going to be so much fun. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, that'd be I'd good. Tell you, if he makes it to Cleveland, I'll be taking road trips to Cleveland on the weekends to watch him run over people. Yeah, he he was fun watching him uh, play during this last season. Uh, and then the last one, Martin Rice-Avi, uh right winger, going back to Moose Jaw with his teammate Denton Matejchuk. Um, yeah. So, did you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we're we're kind of like here at the end of it. We're at thirty minutes. Well, they did say. Uh Today they had them splitting what they considered AHL and NHL groups. And I saw Savota tweeted out that uh, Kent Johnson was the NHL group, which is not a big surprise. But Juracek was still in the NHL group. Yeah, he was. Are you surprised by that? Or um, We spent some time in Traverse City and watched that, and we got to see a lot of Juracek up there. Uh, are you surprised by him being with the NHL group? 
And that's not a, not, not a to, little, yeah, a little. But then again, I think he might get those nine games that Cole Sillinger got last year to see what happens because he's got the skill, he's got the talent. You drafted him number six. I mean, he wasn't. You know, we didn't take him because he was there. We we did take him because he was there because that's somehow want, somebody they didn't take him. That's, that's who they wanted. If you watch behind the battle, right. Uh, you'll know that's well. It's well, like they said, he's a blue jack. Heavily edited, but yeah, I uh, kissed that your check. If you if you don't remember, as uh, the one who after he got drafted on stage kissed the the crest on the jersey of the Blue Jackets. Yeah, um, kissed the crest. Kissed I mean, great, I wouldn't mind stuff. seeing him play half a dozen games and see exactly where he is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? He just Something's stays here and plays great. Sure. That'd be the best thing that happens, I think. Not the worst, but, anyways, uh, yeah, that's I agree with that. I think I'm not su- super surprised by that, um, but also there is a ch- there's there's also a chance that he we hear in the next couple of days that he's been sent back to his junior team. You know, so it's right. it's nothing is set in stone. It's just right. interesting to see uh, your check. Well, you can you can look at some of the guys that went tonight, and you know, there, there's another round of. Cuts coming. I mean, there's there's guys that you already know that are playing tonight. They're currently playing. They just started. That that aren't going to be here come next week. Tomorrow morning. I think there's going to be more cuts tomorrow, right? Honestly, I think Owen Sillinger gets sent to Cleveland tomorrow. He'll be he'll be in Cleveland. I think there's this is a good opportunity to let the brothers play together tonight. I think that's exactly why he's still here tonight and didn't get sent down with everybody else. Yeah. So. All right, I think we're done here. Did you have anything else? Uh, I think Twitter is pretty dry at this point. The game's happening, you know. No, I think uh, I think we save our lines. We're going next week. We'll do what we believe Brad Larson's lines will be versus what our lines would be, and then uh, maybe a little life advice next week. A little life advice next week. Also, our season predictions. Uh, at least boomers. I'll probably do my a couple of mine as well, but I got to save some for the artillery pod. Who? <laughs> Uh, I know. Tell me about it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you guys yeah. next week. Sorry, this is kind of an unorganized one today, uh, but we still this got is, all your content. In this your is holes. the beginning of the regularity, starting right. every Sunday. Unless there's a game on Sunday, we're going to record every Sunday. Uh, we're doing this one on Monday because of all the events this weekend. Some of us had to recover. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah. All right, we're getting out of here. Don't forget, we are brought to you by the CBJ Artillery Podcast. Uh, check us out on shoptheartillery.com. 20% off sale site-wide uh, until further notice. I think maybe until next week. I don't know. Check it out. Uh, we're trying to get... To Jordan's sp- discretion. Yeah, right. We'll try to get some space here in our... Uh, trying to get some space cleared out in our warehouse where we can get more shirts stocked up. New ones coming out this season. Uh, stick stick around for that. Uh, also brought to you by High Bank Distillery, highbankco.com. For more info, uh, place over in Goodell Boulevard. Also, I've opened up a new place up in New Albany. Check them out. Uh, and that's that's all we got. So we'll see you, little boomers, next weekend. Uh, yeah, stay stay cool, little boomers. Peace, love, and hockey.
are checking the microphones. This looks like it's pretty good already. Maybe a little higher than it should be. Go ahead. Your and, uh, mic higher than it's supposed to be? Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine me being higher than I'm supposed to be. Never I've never seen before. you high once. <laughs> never, ever? Never. Wow. You're, you're always low. That's true. I am a depressing soul, just in general. Crushing depression. You're low enough to be a mascot under a bridge in Seattle. Oh, low enough to be a buoy. 